Money. You can't really get through life without it. Some people use it to define success, others use it to attain freedom. Whatever your motivation, you need to know how to earn it, how to use it, and how to grow it. This is Tilly Money. Our guest today is Vicki Doyle, Chief Executive Officer of REST. Vicki joined REST as CEO in May 2018, bringing more than 20 years senior executive leadership experience in super, insurance, wealth management and banking. Vicki's experience includes executive leadership roles at some of Australia's largest financial services organisations. She has an extensive background in distribution, strategic marketing, digital fund operations and contact centres, customer strategy and design and product management. Vic is passionate about simplifying and demystifying super to help all Australians achieve their best retirement outcomes and continuing REST's journey in providing a market-leading fund for its members. Vicky holds an executive MBA and a diploma from the Australian Institute of Company Directors and has been an executive director of National Mutual Master Trust from 2015 to 2018 and Suncor Portfolio Services and Suncor Custodial Services from 2009 to 2013. Vicky, welcome to the Tilly Money Podcast. Thanks, Maureen. It's really good to meet you, Vicky. I mean, obviously, I know your name and I certainly know REST, you know, the superannuation fund that you are CEO of. And it's great to see you being CEO um, because part of what we do at Tilly Money is we love promoting gender equality. And to see women like yourselves heading up organisations like REST in the financial space in particular, it's great role model stuff. So if I was wearing a hat, I'd salute, take my hat off to you for, um, for what you're doing. And, um, and also to Attili Money, we really try to lift the financial understanding of money for women in particular. We do have some men who are subscribers, which is great because we all need to learn about money, but it's the women that we're targeting because I believe it's not so much we want women to get rich, we want them to feel that they have choices that they can make because they have, they're independent financially. So let's move on though to you. And can you fill us in about your history? I mean, you're CEO of REST at the moment, and I'd like to ask you more about that. But how did you get from when you left school to being in this CEO role position? Over well, to you. Thanks, Maureen. Look, I won't make this a long story, but I think it is helpful for women to understand that not always is it a traditional path to being a CEO. Um, I grew up on a farm of 1,300 acres in the middle of nowhere and um, in a school of 25 kids. And um, I always wanted to be at, in, at that age, the boss, not so much a CEO. And I wanted to create workplaces that would be amazing for people to work in. And I've been passionate about that goal for a very long time. And I always thought it might be in business or uh, something to that effect because I enjoyed maths. And I guess when I left school, I did go off to study a degree in um, psychology and 
um, drama, actually, and no business finance, but mm -hmm. I didn't finish it off. But I will say they were great skills for being a CEO, though, mm -hmm. psychology and drama. And um, I just started my job in financial services. I got an entry position in a bank um, and I was really lucky to go through all the different banking roles, insurance roles, uh, wealth and advice. And eventually I got to superannuation. I did an MBA during that period. And, and the reason I've sort of been very passionate about superannuation is, you know, my mum is a part-time mother. She worked um, her whole career in cleaning and retail part-time jobs while looking after us. And she didn't really accumulate any sort of big balance and everything in finance was confusing and complex for her. And mm -hmm. I just thought, you know what, what I love about superannuation is it's so meaningful for women. It's just, you know, I've had women tell me all the time, it's their little account just for them, even if it's not a big balance. You know, the rest of the accounts are all for the family and the bills and those sorts of things, but they feel like they've got something just for them. And so I just, I'm really passionate and REST is really passionate about simplifying super and demystifying it and really trying to make it easy for people to really save for their future. Well, superannuation, you're so spot on because we do know that women you know, even now have less super than men generally. But years ago, prior to the introduction of compulsory super, a lot of women were left in very difficult situations. You know, they had raised a family, as you mentioned, with your mum. Sometimes the marriage breaks up or the partner dies and they're left in often dire straits. And that's the past, but it's still a past that is with us in many respects. What's your view on what's super done? You already talked about, you know, it's their money, which, you know, they feel that they can look at their balance. It's their money. But where are we now in terms of women and super? Are, are you finding the balances are increasing? The understanding of the importance of what super is, is getting there. What's your take on that, Vicky? Um We've still got a gender gap and um, it's better than where we were. And as you pointed out, Maureen, many years ago, most hardworking sort of uh, Australians didn't get any super. Uh, it was really for government and it was for corporates who had superannuation. So now all it's universal. It's for all workers, which is fantastic. Um, but still today, if I give you an example, there's quite a big gender gap between women and men. So a 50-year-old woman will on average have in our REST members uh, 33,000 less than their male members. And so that's a gender gap of 28%. Now, now, that's logical, unfortunately, because the current system, you get superannuation on top of your wages and your salary. And if you take time out for um, your other job of looking after family or caring for others, that's all unpaid. And unfortunately, um, people do not get paid superannuation on unpaid parental leave. And so, uh, whilst that is changing and we are seeing more and more uh, men step into the parental role and, and women um, taking uh, more of a career roles, it's still not universal. Um, it's still early days. And um, in fact, I just read an article this morning um, in one of the newspapers around, you know, what's the pandemic doing for women and particularly homeschooling, whether it was in Melbourne last year, it's in Sydney now this year. Um, uh, you know, it's really hard to homeschool children 
children and try and do a part-time job. And, and this article was saying that women are, again, reducing their days or completely opting out of the workforce and to, to do that really important work. But again, they don't end up with any superannuation on the back of that. So, so there's some really important um, measures that are being tabled um, that is really important for women. And, and I'll give you a simple one, but most I think most people wouldn't understand what this is, but they keep talking about this $450 threshold and removing the $450 threshold. Now, to my mum and many people, what the heck is a $450 threshold? But what it means is um, many part-time workers, both young women and um, older women, often work in multiple jobs or in mul multiple part-time or casual roles for multiple employers. And so if you worked for three different employers and you earned um, $400 from each one, so $1,200 over that week, um, because they're all individual, you wouldn't receive any superannuation on that $1,200, when in fact, at 10%, you should have got your $120, and that should be going into your superannuation. So um, it seems like a small thing, but it's so important for the workforce, women and men who, who do part-time and casual work, working in multiple jobs, removing that means they get to save right from early on. It's really important. Um, so I think, I still think we've got quite a way to go. Um, you know, last year in early release, super 1.5 million women drew down um, to help them pay the bills through what was a really difficult time. And it, wor it worked out to be, I saw the figure was around $15 billion. So $15 billion where women had tapped into their own savings to pay for the families or friends or bills that were required during that really difficult time. And, and the issue with that is uh, if they're either reducing their hours now or they've got to go back into part-time work, then they've got to try and make up that, you know, $20,000 in a superannuation is a, it's going to take, you know, it could take seven years, 10 years in part-time work to even make that up. And then you won't get the compound interest. So, so it's a complex issue, but um, paying superannuation on parental leave, um, employers like REST and others, we pay parental leave um, and superannuation on top of that right for the 12 months. And it doesn't matter if it's, um, it's gender neutral. So we're really trying to encourage uh, that anyone can be that care pa uh, core parent for that period. Mm. You mentioned um, compound interest. It's important, and I don't, I think a lot of people understand that notion because even with a small balance, Vicky, would you agree, and let's explain compound interest, over time, you know, over decades, even small balances can increase or adding additional amounts all the time can increase because of this, this concept, this reality of compound interest. Take us through that for a moment. Yes, it's, um, you know, it's often referred to as the magic of compound interest. And it benefits everybody, but it particularly um, benefits people the younger you are, and the quicker you understand this concept, um, the more better off you will be in the future. So, you know, if you had $1,000, um, as we were sort of talking about before, if you had $1,000, and on top of that, you receive your 10% of your superannuation guarantee, that would be $1,000. Um, $1,000, uh, you get $100 uh, going into your super account, or if you had $1,000, sorry, um, 
And let's say you've got 10% return in one year on that $1,000. That would then be 1,000 plus 100, 1,100. Then by the next year, you're now getting, let's say another 10% of investment returns on $1,100 and so on. The next year, it's going to go up even further. So, um, small balances can turn into tens of thousands and in some cases hundreds of thousands the longer that that goes on and um, in that case if you're always contributing even a small amount um, every dollar you contribute today is going to earn some investment returns in the future every single day and and that's that you know not hard work it's sort of the money working for you in the way and investment returns how they work over the long term so that, as you said, it's a magical thing because you're earning interest on interest. Yes. And it really does mount up. Tell us about REST. Who does REST represent largely? Well, REST has over 1.8 million members and um, and we have members from anywhere in their teens to right up to, I think our oldest member is, is a, a woman who's 92 years old. And uh, we represent um, workers right across Australia, from country, regional, towns, right through to big cities. Uh, our history was in the retail industry. So many workers who work for the major retail industries uh, often have a REST super account. Um, lots of young people, when they first start work in McDonald's and other places, um, often have a REST super account. Um, and that means we pretty much represent um, you know, working Australians and, and quite strongly females. So over 60% of our members are women mm -hmm. and um, more than sort of 50% are under 30. So we've got young and women and we've got often a lot of part-time and casual workers in that group. So we're, we're really vested interest in trying to help them um, maximise their savings the best that they can given changing working patterns, you know, little tips, making it simple, um, helping them to understand they can do lots of little things. You don't have to have lots of money because of compound interest and those sorts of things. You, there are lots of little strategies you can employ to, to really do well. Mm. I remember, so true. I remember ages ago, there was, there's a cartoonist, um, not sure if he's still with us, but an American cartoonist, Larson, and he used to often to pick cartoons with animals, particularly dogs. And there was a, a circle, a circular table, and it had a couple of female dogs, a couple of male dogs around the table. And then you saw a scene of them leaving the party, leaving the dinner party. And they're all falling asleep because, and the caption said, the party was going so well until someone brought up the subject of superannuation. <laughs> <laughs> it was a really <laughs> Okay, and I wonder how, how, in your view, you said before that this is their money, you know, this is people's money. How do we explain to people, because we, we try to do this with Tilly money as well. How do you let people know that, okay, you can't get it at now largely most of the time. How do you explain to people that this is your future? Do you find a little bit of a lack of understanding of what super is and in many ways, since Paul Keating, when Treasurer or Prime Minister, I can't remember, brought that compulsory super in, what a fabulous thing. You know, it helps. And I know we know women aren't represented properly. You know, there's not enough in their balances. But is there a bit of difficulty in explaining, do you find, this is your money? 
this is your future. And I'm with you. Yeah, I think it's really challenging. There's there's all sorts of complex terms in superannuation, so that makes it hard for people to trust it and understand exactly what it is. And secondly, you know, sort of no matter what age you are until you get close to retirement, retirement's a bit of a term that you can't really relate to either. Um, The way I like to try and... um, I guess, picture superannuation or try and explain it to, you know, my kids and others, try and get them excited about it, is um, that it's really just your future income. So today you go and work for the week and luckily you're, well, you don't get a pay slip anymore, but into your bank account, you get paid your your salary and for that you've gone and worked. When you are no longer able to work, this money will actually pay you each week to be able to um, retire. Now, whether that's comfortably and holidays and things, or whether that's um, being able to pay your bills, pay off your um, credit cards, um, pay for a new car to help you get from, you know, to health services through regional towns and all those sorts of things, it, it really is going to replace when you no longer can go to work. And, and you know, sometimes that really helps. The other thing is... Um, Uh, Look, this is a bit of a personal story, but my 19-year-old, of course, I've been talking to my kids, trying to get them engaged in super and tell them what it is. But my 19-year-old last year, after high school, went and worked in a contact centre for a super fund, not not mine, but a different one. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, he just couldn't believe how important superannuation was. Mm -hmm. And he couldn't believe how many Australians really don't know anything about it and he couldn't believe it's not taught in schools he said mum I learned all about CTP compulsory third-party insurance that I'll never see the light day of light you know around that but Mm. nobody told me about this super my money that is going and being saved away for me and my future and he said he, he just can't understand why it's not in our schooling system just as a simple module to help people just have the basics around it so you know I I think that's really important around trying to make it simpler and and the other piece I would say and we'll probably get to this but um, there is a chance now because of apps, you know, our apps and our mobile phones. Oh, what a what a godsend for understanding financial services in a much simpler way. You know, even in banking, you no longer have to go in and line up in the branches and get a form for a home loan that's 17 pages or 700 pages long. But equally, you superannuation, you just download the app and you get the three things that you really need to know. You know, what is your balance? Um, do you have any insurance? And what are you sort of paying? And what investment option have you got? And, and you don't have to go through all the paperwork. It's just right there at a touch of a button. So I think this is the precipice. And it's what we certainly try to do is literally, my, I recommend to every, my, my, I recommend everybody just download the app of whatever super fun you are with, because it is the simplest way for you to, to personalize that money and and just the last thing I would say is you know I I once had I 
you know, as I said, I talked about a, a woman who told me her story about how this is her own money and she could really feel like it was something for her and it, it gave her a little bit of confidence, even though it wasn't a big amount of savings. She felt like she had something just for her. Equally, uh, when I talk to uni students, um, they often say to me, oh, no, I love my superannuation. And I think, oh, really? And they say, I do, because it's the only account that's going up and has money in it. So I don't feel completely like a poverty-stricken uni student. And, you know, these are the little insights that I think help you personalise that it's yours and, and then you get a bit interested in what else could I do to help it um, continue to grow. Well, it's so true because your 19-year-old has had a eureka moment and how lucky he is um, to have had that. A similar example I can say is that at Switzer, um, Switzer Financial Group, you know, which owns Tilly Money, um, we have people come into our company and they often are young and they don't have any knowledge of super. Now, through osmosis, being involved in a financial company, you see them starting to learn, you know, and we were doing a whole lot of work around Tilly Money, which was telling people, we actually even did a statement, you know, that they can download what you're saying. And people downloaded it, but we said to them as a team, well, what does that mean to you? And they kind of looked at it and we said, well, where's your balance? Where are your fees? What kind of growth option have you taken? You're young. You would expect that you'd be wanting a lot of growth in terms of your investment strategy. And they didn't have any idea at the time, which is understandable because, as your son said, nobody teaches you. Now, funny thing is, Vicky, a couple of hours later, they went back from that meeting and everybody is on you know, the screen downloading their super and started to get it, you know, that, and it even showed you in terms of what fees are you paying? You know, have you got insurance attached to that? It's your money. Do, I agree with you that there needs to be so much change, you know, in terms of lifting, you know, the balance with women in particular, but is it, is it also, and it comes down to education, I guess, is there some responsibility that falls back onto the individual about it's your money, learn about it, or am I being a bit tough in that area? Oh, firstly, I'd just love to congratulate you on what a great initiative to literally spend an hour's team meeting having a have a look at an annual statement. I mean, that's all it took is what you just gave the example and then people know where to start. So first of all, that is fantastic. And I think it actually does talk to typically superannuation has been part of um, work conditions. And, and so um, employers can play a really great role in doing that. I think individuals can take accountability, but, you know, having someone sort of break the complexity hurdle and just get you over the first line actually really does help you um, get there. And then you get interested because you're like, um, you, well, now I get it. And that's why as a fund, I, I almost, if I could talk to every one of my 1.8 million members, and when I go around to retail stores in country towns and things, I do introduce myself and I ask people about well, what do you think about your super and and often they have rest because I'll be in, in a retail store. Mm -hmm. um, and I do that and I just, you know, they sort of say, well, what's your one thing? Download the app because it's going to make it really easy. If you do nothing else, you know how to download apps because we're all experts at that. Mm -hmm. um, download it and then you'll see. And literally when I was in Melbourne, I was at um, Chadston and I was talking to 
boost juice stuff. And mm. um, uh, one, one girl came up to me and she'd been working, she was 23, had been working part-time in multiple jobs and she didn't know anything about her super. And she said, but I don't even know where it is or what to do. And I said, well, we can do it right here now and see if you're with rest and, and log in and we'll download the app. And we did that within sort of 10 10, 15 minutes, we worked out what her member number was, et cetera, called the contact centre, got it all sorted. Um, and she opened it up and she goes, oh, my God, I've got $38,000. And she thought she was like, it's like the lotto. She couldn't believe it. She was like, literally she said, oh, my God, I mean, I know I can't have it till I'm 65, but this is so amazing. And she didn't, she thought she might, I, when I before we did it, she said, oh, I might have a 1,000, maybe I've got 2,000, no idea. Yeah. She And again, compound interest, couldn't mm. believe it because that had been accumulating since she'd been in part-time work since she was 17 or 18. So, um, you know, that's the <laughs> that's really magical when those moments happen. Oh, yeah, I can, I can see the smile on your face. So it would have given you such satisfaction, um, you know, seeing that kind of thing because that, depending on her age, that $13,000 over, you know, compound interest could end up with half a million dollars by the time that she decides to retire, you know, given legitimate retiring ages. That was what we were saying before. That goes back to confidence, you know, that I can look after myself. It and, does. And a, and a great feeling for anybody to say that, but particularly, particularly women. Today's episode is brought to you by our principal partner, Mortgage Choice. For almost 30 years, Mortgage Choice and its national network of mortgage brokers have been helping Australians just like you realise their property ownership goals. They put your best interests as their top priority because they work for you, not lenders. Whether you are looking to buy your first home or investment property or want to refinance an existing home loan to get a better deal, let a Mortgage Choice broker answer all your questions show you what's available and do the legwork for you. Visit mortgagechoice.com.au or call 13 77 62 to speak to your local broker today. I guess what we're saying as well is that if you're really interested in super and for a young person, as you said, retirement's on the never, 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 you know, you never think you're going to, going to age. But if someone is thinking, well, how can I make the most of not just my 10% compulsory, but I know that there's even extra that I could contribute and there's a tax benefit. Who would you suggest they talk to there about that? Um, well, most funds actually have online calculators. Mm -hmm. So um, you can go on to your online calculator and you can just like you would of a, how do I buy a house and how do I save for a deposit? You can put in a few facts and the calculator will show you and tell you a bit about it. So generally speaking, um, super funds, going to your own fund and looking on their website, they'll have those sort of calculators. Um, often funds provide a free or a no additional cost type um, service that you can call and talk to one of their advisors, um, not about really complex matters, but just about simple things of that particular fund. Um, and then the Money Smart website is something that's been, the government has and has been around and is really sort of a simple way of, of understanding that. I guess one of the points I'd just raise on what you said there, Maureen, is um, sometimes, you know, it's really good to try to understand it all, but um, 
if you can salary sacrifice, so if you can every fortnight or every month put even $50, so you, you say to your employer, uh, before you tax me, I'd like $50 or $100 to go directly into my superannuation in a concessional no-tax environment. Really good strategy and you can do it for very small amounts. Most funds will accept, I think, things like $50 a month. You know, you could make it, and if you started that quite early, you might never really miss it. It could be $50 instead of $35 in your take-home pay. Um, so you're missing out on $35. What's that these days? It's sort of a, a Spotify account or something like that um, once, once a month. And um, it, it, it would just go on in the background and you would quickly find your savings and super compounding. And if you do that younger, particularly for women, prior to going out of the workforce often to look after kids, you'll have already built up a good solid little base that will continue to compound even when you're uh, not working and maybe not receiving um, SG. It's so true, Vicky. I mean, we're doing audio, not visual, but I've seen calculations done where people have added, like you're saying, another $50 a month. And then over their lifetime, I've seen it's almost like a, a poker machine. And not that I play the pokies, but you just see the number adding up all the time because of compound interest. Yes. But one day we'll have to do that on a visual. In terms of your own situation, like if you were looking back on your life, Vicky, because we're kind of, you know, getting on with time and you, I'd like to talk to you again because it's so important, you know. We're not just talking about investing in stocks. We're talking about using your super, which anyone with a job over a certain threshold, they have. They have super. Mm. It applies to almost every Australian who's working. Um, whereas, you know, if you're just talking about stocks, you'd say, oh, I'm not interested in that. I don't have any spare cash anyway. But you've got super. Um, if you looked back and said, what, what could you tell your younger self, not just about super, but generally about, about money and investing? Or what advice generally would you like to give your the younger Vicky Doyle? <laughs> um, well, a couple of thoughts. I think I've already, I've already said this one. I, I feel like um, and maybe this is a responsibility for the parents as well. Soon as you start getting your first paycheck, no matter how small it is, um, uh, and you reach that threshold, but hopefully in the future that won't be that threshold, there will be a little line that says uh, minus $50 that went to this super fund. Mm -hmm. And you're, usually your finances aren't that complex when mm -hmm. you're younger. So that's the time to ring the super fund, download the app, as I said earlier, and find, just get interested in it and watch it as the money starts to go. Because as you said, often, especially when you're younger, you don't have any other disposable income because you pay the bills or you go out and, you know, you sort of live, you know, uh, maybe week to week, month to month. Whereas this will teach you a little bit about saving without you actually having to do the hard work. So it could be a really great way when things are less complex to just lock in a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, the second thing, which is a really practical thing, um, and again, I, I am a bit focused on super, but make sure you've only got one account. It's just so important or you will be paying 
duplicate fees and you may even have duplicate insurance you're paying for that you didn't even know you had and and that's premiums that will be to coming out of your superannuation balance so I, I definitely had multiple accounts and and they were the days where you didn't even really know where your accounts were and sometimes a statement would turn up and you think oh who's this and what's this money and um, now it's a lot more efficient and you can look it up online it's on my gov you can see where your money is so definitely try and have one and then my own one which is outside superannuation is oh look you know paying credit cards off yeah. <laughs> earlier that is a they're a bit of a vicious cycle now look I come from a generation where there was only laybys and credit cards yeah. there was no such thing as afterpay but I do worry about some I'm not sure I do worry about those afterpay pieces where people are paying for money they don't yet have on the promise that they're going to get the money um, I, I just you know I, I hope people don't tie themselves into you know it's sort of today's problem becomes next week's problem. And um, so it seems to be working better than a potential credit card that then has really high interest. But um, I still worry about those sort of mechanisms of basically spending more than, than you have. Mm, yeah, I understand exactly what you're talking about. And as a matter of fact, um, I wrote an article about buy now, pay later um, just recently. And, um, you know, it's a different world though, Vicky, in many ways, because, my mother and my grandmother used to lay by things, whether that was in September, go shopping for Christmas presents. The world is very much an instant world, though. You see something and you want it, which is probably pretty hard to change that. You know, it's you said you did psychology in your earlier, earlier life. You know, that's that's a big, big change from the instant society. But I do want to ask you a couple of things. Oh, one thing I was going to ask you, too, when you mentioned insurance just then, do you think a lot of people... Every, people are aware that if you're in certain industry funds, um, industry super funds, that you actually get insurance with that because you mentioned multiple multiple funds. Well, then you're paying multiple fees and you could have multiple insurance policies, which are costly. Take us through that for a minute. Well, in fact, um, insurance is part of superannuation and it's, um, it's regulated by um, the law and uh, effectively doesn't matter whether you're in an industry fund or you're in one of uh, a bank super fund if that is where your main active super unless you've chosen your own special individual account you will be your money you that super fund has to provide um, death insurance and tpd insurance that's part of the the regulatory environment um, and but it is different across different funds so um, if you are in a fund that um, is for construction workers then insurance requirements can be a lot higher a lot of small business people in those and they also have some riskier type um, uh, jobs so it's that that fund has to make sure it really negotiates good insurance for those those people whereas if you're in rest as a retail fund we know a lot of our our members are in part-time and casual jobs so we provide uh, death and TPD but we also provide income protection because mostly what's needed for our members is if they can't work due to major illness like cancer or any of those things um, protecting their income is and a portion of their income is really important and so that's an insurance we provide but equally we only set it at a lower base depending on your age so you can always top up 
more insurance, but you also can cancel your insurance. So the thing about insurance in super is um, it really pays to decide, do you need it? Do you have it? And you can just call your fund. You just ring them up and say, do I have insurance on my super? I'll say, yes. Then you say, well, what is it for? Okay, so it could be for death if I died. There might be an amount of 200000 or 50000 that goes to my family or, or my dependents um, or TPD, which is total and permanent disability. And then you need to decide, well, is that enough given I've got a mortgage and I've got all these bills or maybe I'm 20 five and I don't need all this insurance because I don't have a lot of debt and therefore I don't want to pay for any insurance at this point in time so so it's really important that you do find out about the insurance because effectively you've got your 10 percent of your superannuation savings going in each time you get paid but premiums for insurance get deducted from that and it's really important I mean insurance we've seen you know, so many Australians and lives, I think we paid, you know, more than 5,000 members um, over the past year around when they're going through really difficult times, they've got this insurance they can draw on. It's just so crucial, but equally, sometimes it's not right. And sometimes people have insurance or other ways to protect themselves, but it's really important to find out, do you have it? If you do, is it the right amount? If not, increase it or decrease it or opt out. And like, you know, most funds like REST, you literally can do it on your app. You know, again, it's a, it's not a hard thing to unwind and it's not a, you could do it just with a phone call um, and quickly sort it out. I've got to ask you this question. You said that, and I'm being cheeky a little bit. Um, you said earlier that when you were talking, when we kicked this interview off, that you did psychology and drama as well. And you said something like they were great skills, you know, through your life, particularly as well through what you're doing now. Okay, I'm going to ask you why. Yeah, it's a great question. Well, look, you know, when you become a CEO, there, there just isn't a book. Uh, I looked for a book. And there, there, I mean, there's lots of different books, but there's no like, this is the job of a CEO. And this is what you should do next week when you turn up to work. And a lot of it is... Um, you know, you've got to determine your own pathway, learn from others and, and try and um, navigate that. What I would say is that a lot of the role is about communication and it's about listening and it's about understanding your people, your stakeholders, your customers. And so lo and behold, understanding um, uh, behaviour and so the psychology of what people are doing and thinking, whether it's with your staff or it's with your members is so important. And equally, drama is a great skill for being able to talk on radio or podcasts or communicate with everybody who, who you can so you can help them be better off. So I would say I wouldn't have necessarily correlated those two things, but on reflection, I think they were pretty important skills. Yeah, I agree. And I'm thinking if Larson had have listened to us talk about super and put a little we put life into it, maybe he wouldn't he would have drawn that cartoon a bit differently. Yeah, so, Hopefully. <laughs> but, um, it sounds to me that you're um you're on the right path in terms of just being CEO of um, rest. You know, like yourself, you know, we all have a job ahead of us in terms of financial education, but it's um we'll rise to the challenge. And uh, and thank you so much for your time today, Vicky. I'd like to talk to you again if your time allows, but um, it's been a pleasure talking to you.
Yes, thank you, Maureen. I'd love to be back and, and good luck to everyone with uh, getting involved in your super. Yeah, true. And compound interest, understand that. Absolutely. Thanks, Vicky. Thanks, bye. Your host this week was Maureen Jordan. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. To keep up to date with all of our content, follow us on Instagram at tilly.money. Thanks to Ixon for our intro music.